Yo, welcome back to the Weekend Review Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Stroud. Just in case you forgot, just in case it slipped your noggin, I just got back from the basketball game. Our school beat the other school, but man, it was fucking close. The score just kept tying up. 66-66. Oh, we'd get a little bit ahead. 70-70. Oh, shit, we get one. They tie it up. 72-72. Finally, that shit ended like... Here, let, let me see. I, I wrote it down. It, it, it was really close. It was like 85, 70 something. Let, let's see. 87, 82. That was the end. We won five points ahead. And this was actually my first game using my new camera. So I'm excited to see how the photos turn out. It was looking pretty good while I was taking the pictures. But man, I when I first walked in the gym and looked through the lens, I was fucking, I was kind of freaking out. I had to sit there and just like start messing with the settings to see which looked best. Uh, I guess I haven't talked about it yet. I've, I've uh, had two classes in my photography class now, and I've kind of uh, got a good idea of how to control the aperture and the shutter speed to get like a good light quality. But beyond that, I had to go in and adjust like the light settings and the fucking focus settings, all, all this different shit. But I got it spur of the moment and I was it was good. I was taking pictures. They were looking crisp. So tomorrow we'll see what we ended up with. I think I took like 2000 photos or something, some some ridiculous big number. I uh, overall, I'm happy, though. And I actually got to talk to some of the uh, players after the game. I. Because they all just dip out in the locker room as soon as they finish. It's like they, they have a race to get there. Last one has to clean up or something. But this time, before the game was over, or before the game started, I'm sorry, I reached over and I was like, hey, and I tapped the guy on the shoulder. I was like, my name's Sean. Can I talk to you after? And sure enough, he said yes. Why wouldn't he? And then after I, I interviewed him, I was like, hey, bro, will, will you go get so-and-so for me? And he went and got him. And then the coach walked by and I got to interview him. So the shit just... Really worked out for me. It uh, was pretty nice. And, and it's just fun, man. They, they, they're all really badass, dude. I was sitting there thinking like, you know, basketball is kind of like chess, except uh, you don't have time to think about what the fuck you're doing. You just got to like throw the ball to somebody else. It's, I, I really respect that shit. Speaking of respect, I was interviewing the coach, and today was the uh, coaches versus cancer game that they were playing. So I said, you know... I really respect that you guys are doing that because I've had people in my family pass away from cancer. And then he, I, I was recording this. This was on the interview. He said, yeah, his, uh, you know, his step, I believe it was his stepfather passed away and then his mom and his sister beat breast cancer. So he always tries his best to show support to that, which is fucking gold. I mean, that obviously that was a nice story. And like, I started to tear up while he was saying it to me and I had to like wipe the sweat off my hand and shake his hand after he said that. Cause I really respected it. But just from the reporter standpoint, that's fucking gold, man. That was, whoo, that's, that's why you just, you know, Hey, I got this in common. Oh, really? I got this in common. And I did this, this, and this, you just got to throw out a line, man. You never know when fish are going to bite. Speaking of fish biting, um, after leaving one of my photography classes this week, I, well, I'm, I'm really going to try to get there early next week. Cause I just have a bunch of stuff that I want to learn. Like I have a film camera. I need to figure out how to set up. I'd like to ask some more questions about settings and what you would do in this situation, stuff like that. But after my last one, I was walking out and it was kind of, it had just finished raining. So it was really gross outside. I was in kind of a hurry. 
And it was 12.50. I had a meeting to go to at 1. The, the, the place I had to go to was like 20 minutes away. So I wasn't making it, but I was going to try to mitigate the damages, right? So I'm walking through, and on, on their campus, there's this big student building that I have to walk through to get to the parking lot. That's where I parked. So I'm walking through it, and there's some jackass like standing in the middle of the door, walking through. Like I'm not, I don't have sh- my hands full of shit, like camera bags and everything. That's one thing I'll say about that campus compared to where I'm at normally. Dude, they have no sense of like, oh, I, let me get out of this person's way. Like I swear, every hallway I walked down, there would be like two people walking next to each other, coming the opposite way, and then I'm still walking. I'm not gonna like lean out of the way so that you and fucking hoity-toity can walk next to each other and hold hands and not miss a beat in the conversation. Like, literally, go fuck yourself. I wish, I wish they would have came closer so I could shoulder check the fuck out of them, man. That shit just pisses me off. Have some self fucking awareness, all right? Man, self-awareness. I'm going to come back to that real quick. I'm I'm just, I got a lot of stuff I'm mad about this week, but this isn't. This is a cool story. So, like I said, I walked past, bleh, I walked past that jackass who was blocking the way. And as I'm about to walk out the exit, someone yells from, like, somewhere behind me, Hey, you! You like free stuff? And I turned around because, God damn it. They motherfucking pinned me, man. I love free shit. You could ask anybody. I'm always on here talking about apps, about how I'm going to get free food. Speaking of, Whataburger, that needy bitch. You know her. She's uh, offered me a free chicken biscuit, so you know me. I might have to go slide through, see what see what she's uh, talking about. But no, I um, dude called me over. He's like, you want some free stuff? said, yeah, I want some free stuff. That's me. That's me exactly. I want free stuff. So I walked over and talked to him. Turns, he was like, you got five minutes to get a free t-shirt? said, no, man. I, I, I got a meeting I got to go to, actually. And it's at one. And I looked at my watch. I was like, oh, my, my phone. I don't have a watch. I said, oh, it's, it's 12.50. And I showed him. He's like, oh, shit. I get it. I get it. So I started to walk away. And he asked me, he's like, oh, but what's that jacket from, man? And this is, I was wearing my, uh, my bleach Hypeland puffer jacket. So I told him, I was like, this bleach, man, is from Hypeland. He said, oh, that's cool. You, you know what? That's so cool. I'm going to give you my card. So he walked back to the table, picked up his card. When he put it in my hand, I asked, because I got to. You don't get what you don't ask for. I said, is jacket cool enough to get a free, free T-shirt? He said, nah, man, you got to get signatures. Takes five minutes. There's a whole process. I was like, ah, that sucks. I, I just really don't have time. All right, later. And then I started to walk away, but he was like, what's your name? What's your name? So I walked back and I gave him a fist bump with the card still in my hand. I was like, Sean, man, what's yours? And he he didn't answer. He said, how how do you spell it? So I said it with some swagger, with some pride, because in my mind, it's the right way. I went S-E-A-N. And then he, he started to walk away. He pointed at me and just said, look at the card. And I flipped my hand over and opened my my hand up. And I, on the card, his name is Sean something. S-E-A-N. I, I, I was like, whoo! This motherfucker. <laughs> he just David Blaine my ass. Like, that shit felt like a magic trick, bro. That shit felt like a magic trick. And in my head, I just keep saying, like, that's why you talk to strangers, man. That's why you interact with people that you don't really have to. Little moments like that. Because that made my day. That made my day. That was really cool. Another Sean out there. One to the masses. Well, not the masses. One one to the minority. I don't know. Which, 
Can I look up? Do you think Google knows which Sean spelling is most popular? Which spelling? And see, I'm going to pick. You can't say you can't ask that question without already placing your vote, like picking a spelling. What's which spelling of Sean is most common? Let's see. S-H-A-U-N is the least popular spelling of this once wildly popular name. Okay. More usually spelled Sean, my way, or Sean with a W. Uh, parents who have a reason to choose this name now and should most likely go with the original S-E-A-N. Motherfucker. Let's go. Let's go. Should most likely go with the original. Oh, sorry. My bad. Just being original over here. Can't fucking help it. Since birth. I get it from my dad. My bad. No, that's fucking dope. I'm happy I looked that up. All right. Now that I've now that I've sat in my happiness for a minute, let's get back at it. Oh my gosh. Self-awareness, okay? You know, on this podcast when I realize things, when I feel that I've picked up on a little nugget of knowledge myself, I like to pass them out to you guys, to to the people listening to this in like, you know, 10 packs, 10 10 pieces of nuggets of wisdom. Except this 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 time I've only got one nugget ready. All right, you caught me on an off day. <laughs> Saying all this to say, first impressions. First impressions are so important, man. This guy walked into the newsroom. I'm sitting at my desk, piddling with my new camera. I'm happy. It's a new camera. I'm trying to figure shit out. He walks up to me, looks at me. I look up. The first thing he says to me, Oh, you're new. No, I'm not. <laughs> I said back, "You're new." He's he goes, "No, I, I've been here. I've been. I've never seen this dude in my fucking. I've never seen this dude before. Oh no, I've been here. You're new, buddy. I'm like, no, I'm not. But okay. And so it's just quiet. Then he asks, "Is is so and so here?" I'm like, nope. Sure not. And then Matt is is over there too. He's like, nope, they're not here. Silence. So do you know when she's going to be back? Nope, she didn't give a time estimate. I don't know. Matt says, she's probably downstairs. More silence. All right, well, I'll go look for her. And then we didn't say anything back. Oh, my gosh. As soon as that dude walked out, though, we are talking mad shit because who the fuck bro imagine imagine going into a place that you want to work like they, they there's a, a hiring now hiring sign on the outside imagine going in and you look at the manager in the face and you go oh you're new you're new haven't seen you here before like bitch you better go change your britches you walked in here in some big boy britches you need to go put on the well put on Telling him to go put on small boy britches just sounds a little weird, but you know what I'm saying? Like, this dude came in here guns blazing, and as soon as he left, Matt and I just tore into this guy because what a fucking jackass. You notice how he asked us questions, and we didn't answer him. We didn't help him at all. We didn't have any inkling of any, like, urge to, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll point this guy in the right direction. Oh, you know what? She'll probably be back in, like, 15 minutes. Like, no, get the fuck out of my face. You you ruined the whole interaction because you walked in and went, oh, you're new. Like, no, motherfucker. I run shit. I'm not new. Fucking crazy. See, there's what it is. I got to it. I got... 
Matt Matt asked me, he's like, why did that bother you so much? Why did you take that so personally? And I told them I didn't, but clearly I did because at the end of that, I said, I run shit. I'm not new. So there it is. That hurt my ego, I guess. But I really don't think that's it. It's more just the balls of this guy to like come in here and act like that shit and then want to get our help with something. Like, dude, fuck all the way off, please. First impressions are so important, man. Because if he had came in like most other people, meek, quiet, not really saying shit, I would have helped him. I would have sent him on the on his way or like, hey, yeah, she'll be back in like five minutes. No problem. It just seems like not enough people are in the middle of the spectrum because there are jackasses like that or, oh, you're new. Like just no filter as to what dumbass thoughts go through their head. They just spit it the fuck out. No social awareness. And then there are people on the absolute, like, other, well, on the other side of the coin, I guess, the people who are so fucking quiet, like, nothing on these guys, these guys were cool, but, you know, I walked into the newsroom, and there are just three new people sitting there, just, just sitting there, not talking to anybody, and, you know, I walk over, and I set my stuff down on my desk, and and then I start walking to the front, because there's, we gotta do a meeting, and these people still haven't, like, introduced themselves, still haven't said anything, and so I'm like, uh, who are you? Let me hold your hand. This is how you interact with people. Who are you? What's your name? What do you want? It's just so fucking weird, dude. Did did, did y'all not, like, I was gonna say, did y'all not learn this shit, but you went to the same public school, I would imagine. Like, you had the same experiences, interactions, and all this shit to build a foundation of social behavior. What? Where the fuck did it all go wrong for you? That's that's my question. Or like these motherfuckers in my photography class, dude. I love photog- I love this class so far because it's really cool. Not only is I'm not only am I learning about the specifics of how to actually operate this camera without it just being on autofocus my whole life. I'm I'm also getting experience from or I'm hearing about this professor's experience who's shot for all these magazines and he has them all over the walls. And he'll point to it and say, I took this photo and here's the Polaroid that is, was the reference and we actually had to do this to get it and we had to edit it that way. You know, he, he's been through that shit. So it's really cool. And he's a very interactive professor, I guess is the way to say it. He's just a good professor. And so he'll ask questions. And you know, the first two or three questions... I was the first one to answer because I had something on my mind. I, I you know, I'm inter- I'm engaged. I'm following him with my eyes the whole time. I'm listening. I'm learning. I'm trying to absorb. So I answered the questions. The, the few times after that, I waited a second and and no one answered. So I, you know, I was kind of begrudgingly like, ah, ISO, isometric power, you know. But th- but the time after that, he asked a question and then it just hung in the air. And then he looked over at me because it was clear we had set the pattern at this point. I'm the only motherfucker who's going to talk in this class. And I just said, man, I'm tired of talking for every question. I'm tired of answering them all, honestly. Because, like, god damn, dude. Y'all the same age as me, maybe a little bit one year younger, a couple years older. Like, how are you planning on getting through life if you can't answer a fucking question in a classroom? nicest professor ever he's not even like this hard ass who like you're gonna what do you think and you um is it a stop to to four no that's dumb you stupid bitch look up the fucking like nothing like that no kind of if anything you don't understand ask a question he'll set you in the right direction 
Like, seriously, are y'all not adults? What the fuck? You can't can't speak in a room full of eight people. <laughs> it's like not a big classroom either. There's no sort of pressure. I said a dumbass fucking... I said a dumbass answer to the first question I answered. He asked, who do you guys think the first photographers were? And because I had seen them a lot in my textbook, my ass said, was it the FSA? The Farm Security Association or some shit from the 1900s, 1910s? He just looked at me like, no. (laughs) But that didn't stop me from answering the next two or three fucking questions. It's just crazy, man. Just another reminder, another uh, another thing in my head to make me glad that I'm myself, man, because fuck, could not imagine doing that. Or like, you know, the newsroom today, I, uh, I have a rental. I don't know if I've said that yet. I finally took my car into the shop to get fixed. I was worried about how long it's going to take because for uh, their insurance is covering the rental, but I still paid for insurance on top of that, like rental insurance just in case I fuck it up or if someone else fucks me up I'm not screwed that's 20 bucks a day so it turns out they're gonna get my shit done Friday and I'm gonna turn in my rental a day early save myself 20 bucks so that's gonna be pretty cool but uh shit I've uh run out of why the fuck I was talking about the rental oh oh, okay I'm, I'm back I'm back I'm sorry, I have the word cops on my notes and it's just a very attention drawing word so I read cops, what the fuck happened with the cops no, I'm driving a rental, right? So I've been carrying around the rental keys and my keys in addition to them, just filling up my pockets. And so this morning when I left, I finally told myself, you don't fucking need the keys. Leave them. So I left them, drove all the way up there thinking, you know, the meeting's in 20 minutes. Uh, someone's going to be up here. The door's going to be open. And I walk up there and the door is not open and no one is up there. But guess what? I don't have my key to get to. What the fuck? What did I just do there? I don't have my key to get in because that shit's on my key ring that I left at home because I don't need it. I really definitely don't need it. But it turns out I, I kind of did need that shit. And, you know, everybody else when the newsroom is closed, they just like sit there like, oh, well, guess I can't do anything. Guess I'm stuck. Me, I thought, well, cops are downstairs. That's who opened the door for me last time. Let's go see. So we go down there. Uh, someone else had showed up at the same time as me. So I have some more, a little bit of moral support doing this. We go down there, and the office to the cops, I guess. I don't know how to phrase it, really. It's a, it's a door that I've never opened before, and honestly, I was expecting to try it, and it would be locked, but it wasn't. It opened up, so I walked in, and it's like this little waiting room, really small, like four feet by eight feet, something like that. And no one's in there, but I see a doorbell on the wall, and somewhere it says ring for service. So I go, boo-doo, and a cop opens the door, which is never never a fun statement, but this time it was a little helpful. I, I told her the situation. She came upstairs, let us into the newsroom. I was able to get to work, and I know that I have a story coming up for cops in March, so I went in and asked, yo, if I wanted to talk to some of you guys and interview you, who would I want to contact for that? And I found out, so... That was uh, getting two birds stoned at once, if you ask me. I'm, I'm pretty happy about it. And uh, I'm, I'm a, I don't know. I'm not excited to write that cop story. I, it might be a good story. I don't know. It, the whole thing is, do campus officers feel like the stigma of police officers affects their 
like day-to-day actions, like their job and, and how it carries out or how students view them. And also I found out there's a police academy on the campus as well. So I'm going to go interview them and basically ask like, yo, you know people hate cops, right? Yeah. So then why why are you trying to be one? I, who knows? Might find some interesting answers. One interesting thing that happened this week. Just one. One interesting thing that happened this week. I finally, 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 finally got to participate in a one-piece tournament. Whew! I've been up there like three times to no avail. This time, just so happened to be my day. But but I didn't know that when I showed up because I was rushing, all right? I knew that they had a buddy battle thing at 1 o'clock. Last time I showed up at 1, it was already full and started. So I showed up, I got got there about like 12.30, 12.40 this time. I, I skirted around, I parked, hopped out. And as I hopped out, I saw this other dude getting out of his car too, hurrying inside. And in my head, I'm like, oh shit, I hope, he does, I hope he's not going for the same thing. I hope he's not trying to beat me. I get inside, I go to the one piece thing. Yo, I signed up, how, how does this work? So it turns out, unless you go on their app and months in advance and apply you don't get a for sure spot the only other thing you can do is a waiting list so i was on the waiting list he told me hey man if, if they're open spots you'll get in so i sat down just started minding my own business just on my phone looking through my cards you know bullshitting waiting killing time seeing if i can actually play and this dude sits down next to me but he doesn't say anything and I only mentioned that he sat down next to me because there are about eight tables with four chairs each, and the whole row next to me is free, but this dude sits down next to me. If this was a urinal situation, that's like assault right there. That's that's, an, that's a no-go, but he sat down next to me. I didn't say anything to bro. Bro didn't say anything to me. Stayed on my phone for another five, ten minutes. Finally, I, I, there's nothing. I've scrolled through Twitter. I've refreshed Instagram as many times as I can. So I just look over and I go, you want to play? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah, okay. And he gets in front of me. We start playing or whatever. Turns out this guy, he was supposed to take part in the tournament with somebody else. And they just decided, nah, I'd rather stay home today. So he's by himself. So we're playing. We're playing. The guy, the the people who run the event, let us know. They're like, "Hey, we got another spot. Dude, who are you gonna team with?" And so I just, I just point to the dude in front of me. I'm like, "This dude, I guess." And he's like, "Okay, cool, yeah." So there it is. I'm, I'm playing with a stranger. I'm in the tournament. All right, in the tournament with a stranger. This is a two v two tournament. Synergy is important here. And and I'm going with someone that I just now met who's sat next to me for 10 minutes without saying shit. I had to say the first words. Whatever. We got it. We got it. We start uh, We start our first match. And the person across from us is by himself. He doesn't have a teammate. That meant that the one of the store guys that works at the One Piece store, like this is his life. This is what he does for a living. This card game. We had to play against him. And that guy, that that became his teammate. What a great first match, isn't it? Isn't that just a great this is a skill? T- we're limit testing, off off rip. So we start, and we're playing, and we're playing. And believe it or not, we fucking clutch it up. We won the first game. We won the first. We won against the sc- store guy. I was so happy because when the guy sat down, I was like, "What the fuck?" 
This is like a double battle, uh, and the, the other guy gets a gym leader on his team. This is bullshit, but hey, we pulled it out. We clinched the victory. I was really happy about it. Our next match, we were up against like a husband and wife duo. We didn't stand a chance. We we really did it, man. They had really nice cards. They were really good. At, at a certain point, they started speaking in Spanish to like strategize so that we couldn't hear them. And unfortunately, they didn't say anything about like an exam or escuela or, you know, any, any anything like that that I could understand. I didn't pick up anything. I guess I haven't gotten to the TCG lesson yet on Duolingo, but they whooped us. I can even think back and I remember the 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 point where I think that I fucked myself cuz we were pretty we were ahead, I would even say, and then I did something really dumb. I sacrificed three cards to save another one. And I think that just like put us on even playing field, and then they just fucked us from there. But we did good enough to win the prize, so it all worked out. I got some card sleeves, which sounds like not that cool, but it's the fact that they're exclusive card sleeves. You had to win some shit to get those card sleeves, so I feel really good about that. (sighs) One Piece, One Piece. Speaking of anime, been catching up on, or I, I did catch up on Bungo Stray Dogs, which is kind of one of those like sit it on the shelf for later anime. And I only say that because I don't, I don't ever hear about whenever they're releasing new seasons. Because the last season I remember seeing was season four, and then Michael hits me up the other day like, "Yo, did you know Bungo Stray Dogs released season six? I'm like, no, what the fuck? Who? Why didn't anybody tell me? So I've been catching up on that. And that anime, man, it really just like borders the line of being badass, but just badass enough. Because there are some fights that are so fucking sick. Like, this is one fight, and I guess it's a spoiler, but I'm not naming character names. I'm just going to tell you what happened. Two swordsmen were fighting, right? One of them gets their sword knocked out of their hand. The other gets a sword stabbed in them, right? The guy with the sword stabbed in him has a knife on the ground. And the guy who he's attacking thinks, oh, he's going to go for the knife on the ground. So he, like, goes to stomp it and he breaks it, right? But then the guy who's impaled says, you're wrong, or something like that. And he literally, he does a 360 and he cuts bro's throat with the sword that he had stabbed him with. Did I explain that adequately for you to picture it in your mind? He had the sword sticking out of his back, and so he spun around and used that blade to cut homie's throat. Like, that shit was so fucking cool. It's got stuff like that. High action moments. But then on the opposite end, it'll have those things where it's like, you know, some cool shit just happened. Some, like, mental stuff that, like, a character had to plan beforehand. They'll go a little bit too in-depth, like, well, you see, I knew you were going to do that when you tied your left shoelace, and then you went for the right shoe, but you tied it a little bit looser, and I could tell by the way you were walking because your left foot stayed perfectly planted in the center of your left shoe, but your right foot was wobbling around in the right shoe, so I knew that if I could get you to start running and take the first step on the right foot you would be off balance and then I could get my strike in. It, like, just like shit like that. It's like, dude, you didn't have to say all that. Honestly, you could have just like looked at the camera and there would have been a glint in your eye and I would have noticed like, oh shit, he did that on purpose. You know, it, 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 certain elements you got to get, get with. 
or one thing that shows will do they'll do really well is like two characters will interact and just by how they treat each other you'll know their relationship like goblin slayer these it, it was a character that's not even that important i would say he interacted with the main character the main character goblin slayer himself he was walking out of a tavern looking super serious and this other guy came up to him like hey man what's up how are you doing you having a good night and then when he noticed that Goblin Slayer didn't react at all, bro completely broke that shit, put his hand on his shoulder, and he's like, dude, what, what's wrong? What's, what's going on? Like, that kind of drop, that immediately shows that, like, this dude, while he's, like, all about having fun and fucking around and stuff, he notices something was wrong at the drop of a hat. He's dropping that, like, yo, what the fuck do I need to do right now? What do we need to take care of? That's, that's masterful. That's, like, the best way you can do it. This show, the two guys would meet each other for the first time for us to see, like, as the audience, and they would go, hey, what's up, Chad, that guy that I met 20 years ago at that party when you got in that fight with all those people, and then I had to break it up and be like, yo, this guy's actually a really good guy, when I actually hadn't even met you yet, there's the guy, and then they're like, oh, yeah, there's Craig, the guy that I'll do anything for at any time because one time my sister had lost her ring and you found it and you brought it back and gave it to her, but you didn't use it to riz her up. You just did it respectfully. There's that Craig. It's like too much, man. You're giving it all. You're giving it all away. It's uh, it's like what we say in writing sometimes, show, don't tell. Like instead of yeah, instead of going into all that depth about, oh, we're friends because we did this way back, you just show it. You show them do some cool shit. Like what, one of these Star Wars shows, I haven't watched it. This guy goes up to his friend from way back, and he just instantly starts lying about what they did last night. They didn't actually do that, and the friend knows. He starts making shit up, and instead of going oh yeah, we're going to make stuff up like we did that one time to trick these guys when they thought that we were humping dogs. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first thing that popped in my mind. After dark, humping dogs after dark. That that doesn't make it any better. I'm sorry. Um, instead of saying that, he just went, yeah, and then you blah, 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 and like went into the lie. It's masterful. It's seamless. This anime could have worked on that. Bungo Stray Dogs. I would still recommend checking it out because, I mean, it's six seasons long. I've finished all six seasons. There's some quality in that. There has to be. I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I would have given up a while ago. But, yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been watching. I already said that I have a rental this week, but I would just like to capitalize on the fact that this experience with the rental has been so much different than the last time that I wanted to get a rental. And do you know what the difference is? About like five months, six months. I, I Instead of 20, I'm 21. That's the fucking difference. Because last time I walked in, they told me they didn't have a rental available for me. So I said, oh, okay. Will, will there be one tomorrow? Oh, yeah, there'll be one tomorrow. All right, cool. So I walk home because the rental place is close to my house. I show up tomorrow, my dad having to fucking take me from wherever I was already at. I show up and he goes, oh, yeah, we got it right here. Oh. Oh, are you 20? Like, yeah, you have my information on that fucking computer screen. Yes, I'm 20. Oh, sorry about that, man. We actually can't sell you insurance on the car, so we can't give you the rental. 
just all this shit. Like I went through two whole days thinking I was going to get a rental just to be told that, no, I'm not. That fucking sucked. This time I walked in. Oh, hey, man, we, we got this car ready for you right now. I just need to go outside and put some air in the tires. Fucking cool. Fucking cool. The thing is, I was totally ready. It was the same guy. The same guy that helped me last time. Well, I say helped me with huge-ass air quotes. The same guy that I interacted with last time. I was totally ready to, like, be let down again because this dude, in my mind, he was a fucking idiot. But, nope, this time it all went hunky-dory. No no issues. So, I'm driving around in a Volkswagen Golf. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I don't like it that much. It just, uh, it feels like a, it's shaped more, I mean, it's called a golf, but it's shaped more like a golf cart than my car. My car is like, uh, I guess shorter. It's not as tall and it's like a little bit longer. I feel like the wheels are a little bit more spread out. This car, whenever I make a a turn too hard, it feels like the shit's going to like flip over top first and I'm just going to roll, which I'm not trying to do. Not trying to pay for that shit, but yeah, the rental's been... All right, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I'm just happy to have a car. That's cool. I'm happy to have my car back this week, too. This week, I made an ass of myself, though. And at least it wasn't in front of anybody. Monday, I I was I was really in a hurry because I had shit to do, and then I had to get to, to campus for my drum class. So I rushed through all my stuff, got all my stuff ready, threw it in the car, and I had gone to Guitar Center that morning because I needed drumsticks for my drum class that day. So I was ready, and I I was there an hour early, actually. I showed up an hour early so that I could play on the drums because I'm not, I'm not really, like, I don't play jazz a lot. I haven't really played jazz on drum sets since high school because, dude, it's so fucking boring by yourself. Oh, my goodness. Like... Any other music is fun because I can pretty much do whatever the fuck I want. I can play along to it or I can play whatever I want. Jazz is normally just so slow that it's like there's nothing for me to really do except for hit the ride cymbal and, you know, click the hi-hat until until I play with somebody else in person and then I hear what they're playing and it's like, oh, I can kind of like riff off that a little bit and join them and make it sound better. Uh, or maybe I'm full of shit. I don't know. But either way, I'm a little nervous about this. So I, I tried to, I showed up early. I, I had my shit on my back. I started walking around the campus. Didn't hear any music being played. Didn't see anybody anywhere. I open up my phone and I look. Let me look through the schedule. Let me see what time it is. Let me see what room it is. I'm there. One twenty-two. That's the date. Class starts One twenty-nine. That's the date motherfucker like i just need to learn how to read dates dude that's something a skill i thought i would have possessed by this point in my life but i guess not so i showed up a a week early and a a week and an hour early for that shit that's due diligence if if i will say so myself but i'm excited for it man really excited for my jazz class (sighs) and i think somehow you know i have like an ass ton of stuff written out on my Google Doc full of notes for this podcast. Somehow, I've already gotten through all of it. I mean, I wrote about I wrote down camera place, really nice, but I there's not much to say about walking in and I bought a camera. Whoop de doo. <laughs> it's not that much special. I wrote, "Oh, you're new." Fuck ass dude. That's how that's how much I disliked him. In my doc, I wrote "fuck ass dude" to to describe him just so I'd 
have that that feeling in my head already. Well, you know what that means, man. We finish early. We got we got to rate some assholes. Rate some assholes. We got to judge some assholes. There we go. Asshole judges asshole. Am I the asshole? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Am I the asshole for not sharing a free meal with my anti-Instagram boyfriend? (sighs) I post my food pics when I go out to eat on Instagram. It's not... It's just for fun. I spend like 30 minutes a week on it tops. Hold on. Dude, I've... I've literally read this one before. Next, sorry, sorry if I if I like cock teased you right there. I've read that one before, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on it again. All right, let's go. Am I the asshole for telling my in laws that if they want a grandchild, they should give my wife her inheritance now? Interesting. Basically, my in laws want their only child, my wife Diana, to start pumping out grandchildren. Diana's 28 and just finishing her PhD. Then she wants to get established in a career before we start a family. That's a good-ass plan, man, versus all these people I see just having fucking kids. Now, let me knock on wood, because I don't want to just say that and become one of them, so. There we go, but, nah, I I respect that, man. If you can, if you got the self-control, if you know how to put a condom on the right way, why not, dude? Why not? My in-laws know how much money I make, and they know that we could live comfortably off my earnings. That isn't what Diana wants. She's worked her ass off to get to where she is, and she wants to reap the rewards of her hard work. As she should. I respect that. I've been working since I was 15, so literally half my life. I make a very good living in return for a lot of fairly hard work. I've supported Diana and her education. She'll graduate without student loans. That's what's up. We have a house. She has a good car. We have a good life. We want a few more years alone before we start our family. Over Christmas, the in-laws just wouldn't drop it. I finally snapped. I said that if they wanted grandchildren, then they could reimburse us for her education. They could further pay her the salary she would be giving up. When she returned to work, they could pay her the difference between what she could be earning and her entry-level position, and they could pay for a nanny so my wife could work. Or they could back off and wait for us to be ready. They said that they couldn't afford all that. Well, big fucking uh, And you think they can? You think that they can? I asked them how they expected us to afford it. There you fucking go. That hook, line, and sinker right there. You just put them in the coffin. Put them in a coffin. Um, I said that if it was really what they wanted, they could just give her the inheritance that would be coming her way now instead of later. They got all offended and said that is not hers until they don't need it anymore. Diana asked me to drop it. She has tried dozens of times to explain to her parents why we are waiting, and they just ignore her. They just ignore what we want for our lives. They have been very cold since Christmas. They seem to think I was a rude asshole for pointing out the costs of what they're asking for. Oh, really? I'm the asshole for pointing out how fucking stupid what you're saying is? That that makes me that? Okay, bud. Okay. A lot of her family agree with them that I went too far in asking them to pay if they want a grandchild now instead of later. No, it sounds like you went far enough because they finally left you the fuck alone, man. That shit's ridiculous. It's their fault for having one kid. How how little do you have going on in your life that you're like rooting for like, have a kid, have a kid, have a kid. Like, 
Jeez, man. Shit's fucking whack. Where are your fucking priorities? Do, is, is everything so squared away in your life that you're like, we, now we need a grandchild. There's nothing else to do. Go fucking fishing. I've been using a lot of fishing metaphors this podcast. Go fishing. Go read a book. I've been trying to read books. All right, here we go. Comments. Wait, first of all, I'm going to say not the asshole. You finally put them in their place. It sort of sounds like comments, not the asshole. They have to be reminded in very strong terms that is literally none of their business. Yep. Yep. They have absolutely no say whatsoever. And when you both choose to procreate, stop being nice about it. They need to be put in their proper place. Sounds like they already were. So hell yeah. Not the asshole been there. Husband was studying for his PhD and we kept getting that question. Eventually, I snapped and pointed out the only person with a permanent job was me, and we would be waiting until he had one, too. Pretty sure it didn't help my relationship with my in-laws, but that was their problem. Yeah, fuck them. If, honestly, if they're talking about dumbass shit like that in the first place and coming at you, like, trying to force you to have a kid, that relationship isn't worth very much in the first place, is my opinion. Am I the asshole for refusing to hand over my college fund for my little sister's surgery? Oh, man, this this might be difficult. Am I the asshole for refusing to hand over my college fund for my little sister's surgery? I, 17 male, am the oldest kid in the family. My parents have two biological kids, me and my 12-year-old sister, and they adopted four other siblings. Holy shit. They, look, it's, it's one thing. My parents have four kids. Only two of them, well, only one of them were on purpose, and it wasn't fucking me. So it's one thing to accidentally end up with four kids, but dude, to to sign the papers uh, to pick up four more on top of two that are not out of the house yet, you're fucking crazy. No one needs that many kids, dude. It's it's like the same problem these grandparents. Like, do you not have shit going on in your life? You have no goals of your own? Like, oh, fuck it. I'll just pick up a kid. Hopefully, he he wants to be in basketball. I wanted to play basketball when I was little. Oh, this one didn't like it. Okay, I guess I'll go in for another one. Let's see what we get on this go. That's crazy, dude. At what point can we honest... I'm sorry, I'm burping. Uh, at what at what point can we, like, liter- legitimately, that's the word I'm looking for, or what what point can we like morally ethically say that that's irresponsible? You do not need that many fucking kids in a house. I really I really don't think so. Anyway, I had dozens of foster siblings over the years as well. My parents have struggled to make time and have the money for all of us. Okay. Horrible grammar here, so if the if the case is they have struggled to make time and they do have the money for all of us, I guess it's a little bit more understanding, even though, no, it's not. You don't have time, yet you're taking four more on. But if it's they don't have the time or the money, then literally, what the fuck are you doing and who the fuck is giving you these kids? Because they need to be checked too. It has meant a lot of sacrificing and mostly on my part. My parents were able to make sure all my younger siblings had at least one activity outside of school to do, but they never did that for me. That's fucked, man. I'm sorry. I was forced to play football when I was five, but by the time I was seven, my parents had started fostering and I was no longer doing that. My siblings all get to do something they like. So-and-so does dance, for example. Some of my other siblings are in music classes. 
The younger kids were also prioritized with school and field trips, so they always got to go while I haven't since I was six. Yeah, these do see, that's irresponsible, man. If you're taking on, why the fuck are you taking in more water to a ship that's already sinking? Like, that's ridiculous. My grandparents found out what they said and gave me, what? Hold on. The last time I asked what, was when I was nine and my parents told me to work for the money to pay. When you're nine? Okay, and then this makes sense. My grandparents found out what they said, told them to work at nine, and gave me the money, and my parents took it off me to use for the household. My grandparents were so mad at them for that. They delayed my tonsil surgery for two years because they prioritized two foster kids and two of my siblings' surgeries over mine. Damn, can you do that? When that shit have bursted? Tonsillitis or some shit? My, par- my grandparents saw how much I was getting the short end of everything with my parents, and they set up a college fund for me. Your grandparents sound like the goat, dude. Seriously. It's a lot of money and really caught me off guard. My parents know about it but cannot access it. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck them. I cannot access it. They only know because of a fight with my grandparents over the lack of saving for my future when they have saved something for my siblings. My parents said the money my grandparents saved should be divided equally because 350000 is a lot to save for one grandchild when you have multiple. Look, any other day, I would agree with you. But it sounds like this has only been orchestrated in such a way for you to receive it because you haven't been getting anything else. So it sounds right to me. That money is still there and I have plans for it. My youngest sister is five and she needs a pretty major stomach surgery. She's had a lot of health troubles since her birth and my parents have paid a lot of money on her medical expenses. They were told this surgery could turn her life around and give her a chance at living with less pain and stomach complications. It could give her a more normal childhood because she can't do a lot. They don't have the money for the surgery and they want me to give them the money to pay for it and for the expenses afterward. This is is two grown-ass adults trying to negotiate money out of their 17-year-old, by the way, just just for context. They said they need $270,000 for the whole thing, and maybe they can give some of it back, but they might need even more of it if stuff gets complicated. Nice. All right. So it might be more, might be less. <sighs> this is horrible. I told them they can't have that money and they lost it and told me I was being selfish and argued back that they take from me all the time. I asked why they didn't take the money they saved for all my siblings and use that. Why does it have to be mine? They said I'm putting college before my sister's future and accused me of being unwilling because she's my sister through adoption and not my bio sister. Well, that's that's hurtful. That's deep. Look, man. I'm so tempted I'm I'm so tempted to even say everybody sucks here because this isn't like this isn't a cut and dry thing man money college is really important but also if you were if you gave me the money and you you told me all right here's a 17 year old not shit is really wrong with him he's just neglected a little bit his parents don't give him as much energy as they could and they keep fucking having more kids that they aren't actually having they're signing on more kids like they've got a a big growing roster i could choose between that 17 year old or some five-year-old kid who like can't play with I'm, i'm assuming it says he can't she can't do a lot who can't play with other people on the playground because she has stomach issues 
Like she's stuck in bed most of the time and her life is going to suck if she doesn't have this surgery. Now, if I'm the purveyor of all that is good and holy, then I'm going to choose to give her the money because it's going to change her life more. But in this situation where this kid has been screwed out of so much and, you know, this is his perspective, so grain of salt, but he's been screwed out of so much, his parents aren't even giving him all the shit he needs, but they're taking care of kids that aren't even fucking theirs, that they've signed on to have extra. It's real hard to call this guy the asshole, man. It really is. So I I almost want to say... This kid's not the asshole, man. The parents are the assholes. It shouldn't be on this kid to give up his college savings for his sister. It really shouldn't. If he chose to do that and he if he was willing, then by all means, man, good on him. He's a, a, a national hero. But to, like, wrestle this kid's college fund out because you, you – I don't even know because you can't, like, take care of shit you signed up for. How do you foster, how do you sign up for four kids when you can't afford their shit? Like, it's just pissing me off, man. It's not going to make sense. It's just pissing me off. I'm saying not the asshole. Let's see. Not the asshole. Also consider is that money actually yours? These are comments, by the way. Like, do you have access to it now at age 17, and can you use it for something other than education? I doubt that's the case, especially since your parents took the money your grandparents gave you before. I expect your grandparents protected it somehow. You could tell your parents if you want money, they need to talk to your grandparents about it. But you're not the asshole, so but you're not the asshole if you don't want to risk it. I get that. Not the asshole. Can you move in with your grandparents? Good good question. O- OP said, "I hadn't really thought about that to be honest." You're not the asshole. You're absolutely right. They should be using the money they have saved first. bullshit, this is a cash grab. They demand a huge chunk while laying the groundwork for snatching the rest. Yeah, sounds about right, man. Fucking sucks. Not the asshole. Let's see if we get one more. Am I the asshole for suggesting my friend go back to therapy after how she reacted in a Chinese restaurant? All right, this shit's really, really long, so... Am I the asshole for buying my parents' stuff that cannot be shared or taken while my brother and his family live with us? I don't know. Am I the asshole for not including my son's adopted child in my will? Maybe, but you wrote too long of a fucking thing about it, so I don't care. Am I the asshole for refusing to divide my will amongst my... Don't care. Am I the asshole for refusing to do a portrait for my boyfriend, leaving without a, him without a wedding gift? Once again, too long. My asshole for letting my sister use my prom dress that I paid for for not letting her use it. No. And my asshole for not taking her home immediately after period mishap. All right. Well, this one's long, but you got me in with a good title. So here we go. Am I the asshole for not taking her home immediately after period mishap? Now, I'm hoping that this is your girlfriend or significant other Because if this is a father-daughter situation, the chances of you being the asshole increase astronomically. So, here we go. I was in a two-hour lab and my girlfriend messaged me. All right. We're we're instantly off to a better start than, than, than we might have been. She said she's in a ton of pain. Her period started. She doesn't have tampons slash pads or Advil. Didn't know Advil was a solution. She said she can't drive home. It hurts that bad, so she's going to skip class, and I need to take her home. She was waiting at my car. All right. 
That's pretty wild. Does she not have a car? Are you her only mode of transportation? That fucking sucks if that's the case. It sounds like you've almost set yourself up for this a little bit. Um, I messaged my friends, and they said they were good to record the class for me. Some of my classes don't give PowerPoints purposely, so you have to go, but they said they got me and would record the lectures. The two-hour lab I was in was trickier, though. I have a quiz each lab halfway through that is 20 minutes long, and these quizzes are 40% of our grade. He also does not do remakes, no exceptions. Sounds like a hard-ass professor. So I can't miss. It would be five points clean off my grade, and I need an A in the class. I take my grades really seriously because I want to go to medical school. I wouldn't miss that lab if my house was on fire. (laughs) That's a really good way to put it, man. I respect that. Missing the rest of the lab would suck, too. My friends said they record it, but unlike my lectures, our lab is completely visual, so recording is useless. But I decided I'd skip for her anyway and just my and just bug my friends slash teacher assistant to teach me the material I missed. Hey, you're a better man than than I, because in the situation that you just described, I don't think that I would have done that. So I respect you. I told her I'd be 30 minute. Hold on. I told her it it would be 30 minutes for me to take the quiz and then I'd skip the rest of the lab. But she said, wow, so your grades are more important than me and my health? Your period? That's already happening? You're, I, I, you know, I was about to say you're not bleeding out. You kind of are bleeding out, but not in like any way that needs to be medically fixed. That's, that's wild. That's a mad selfish take. I said it's not more important, but it is important. Oh, there you go. I said she could go to the bookie at our school and buy Advil. She was close by because I parked my car in the garage of that building, but she said she's in way too much pain to go. Oh, so it's much more comfortable just standing outside next to my car. All right, cool. Plus, she said she's literally bleeding through her clothes and has no tampons. It would be embarrassing, and I'm wrong for making her wait. Can can we just bring it back to self-awareness? That's what we said in the beginning of this podcast. Self-awareness, self-accountability. Come on. I said all the bathrooms on campus have free tampons. I told her to go and grab one from any of the bathrooms, but she said again, she can't move. She's in too much pain. She just wants a Captain save to come save the day. That's what it is. At this point, I'm not really sure what to do, but I'm already missing my classes and the rest of the lab for her, which I never do. So she should see that I'm trying to accommodate. I told her it's not far at all, only like a couple minute walk to the elevator, but I'd buy her tampons and Advil from the bookstore if she waited for me. She said, holy fuck, I don't have a choice. I guess I'm waiting, but you're being such an asshole right now. You care about your grade more than you care about me. Ugh. That's just my guess as to what she sounded like. I was like, oh my God, lol. I was frustrated and said you have your period. At th- I was frustrated and said you have your period at the same time each month. Why didn't you bring tampons slash Advil? This isn't a surprise. That's a good point, and I'd be lying if I said I haven't been thinking that this whole time, but I haven't said it because, you know, I fear persecution. Which resulted in her getting upset I was making it her fault, which it is. Whose fucking fault is it if it's not your fault for not bringing your own fucking pussy sponge? Like, what the fuck? And she called me sexist, okay, (laughs) and said I have no idea what it's like for her. All right, honey, honey boo, honey bear. I agreed I didn't, but I said I'd be there in 20 minutes. I took the quiz and ended up meeting her at my car 20 minutes later with Advil tampons and water, but she's not happy. 
She's been ignoring me since and keeps making passive-aggressive comments. Am I the asshole here? Should I have skipped the quiz? No, you shouldn't have skipped the quiz. <sighs> Sorry. Quick yawn. It's late. I'm tired. No, you shouldn't have skipped the quiz. Sounds like you should have picked a fucking different significant other because holy shit. That's crazy. Hey, I fucked up. And, you know, because of this, I didn't prepare for this thing that I happens to me every month around the same time. And I fucked up. And now I'm having a bad day because of it. Can you, like, fuck up your grade and just fuck your important bullshit-ass class? Fuck that. Can you come over here and take me, chauffeur me home? Because I also don't have my own car either. I don't drive myself for whatever fucking reason. I want to rely on someone else for that. So can you come out of your class to this car? I know there are tampons everywhere that I could have grabbed before I bled through my clothes. But I don't really want to do that. I want you to like have to go out of your way to help me. That's what it sounds like. That's what the situation sounds like. So I'm definitely going to say not the asshole here. But let's see what the comments said. <clears throat> A lack of planning on her part now constitutes an emergency on your part? Not the asshole. I've had a period since before the fourth grade, and I'm just not able to accept a person who needs my intervention to manage the crisis of menses. She couldn't walk to a tampon station? She couldn't ask a friend to bring her one? That's a good point, too. She needed you to leave a class that will penalize you for the absence of for the absence to manage something that just keeps coming back and she's well familiar with. Come on. I have fainted from period pain and had dry heaves and the whole monstrous ordeal that menses create for me personally. But no one else is to blame for my horrible periods or any lack of planning that leaves me unprepared to manage. She's not nine. This isn't about sexism. This is about her managing a recurring biological function. Whew. You know what? You just earned one of these. You just earned one of these. Good fucking shit. There we go. One more comment. Not the asshole. This is absolutely ridiculous behavior on her part. She made it from wherever she was to your car when she should have used that energy to get the tampons and pain pills that she actually needed. Uh-huh. You tell her. I think you need to set better expectations about priorities. When you're on campus, it's not a social event. You need to be attending classes and you aren't there as a couple. If she needs to leave, that's fine, but she's an adult and should find her own way home. This shouldn't be your responsibility, and if you've set expectations that it is, it's past time you've corrected that. Whoo! He's just spitting straight fucking facts. I agree with that, man. Honestly, if you've set yourself up where you're in a position that you have to take this person home, that's already an L. It's one thing if you're going the same way, if it's convenient, you get off at the same time, but clearly if shit like this happens, there's got to be a backup. There's got to be something else that can happen. Oh, but I think that's going to do it. I think that's going to be this episode. That is going to be the Weekend Review Podcast. Podcast. Cast. 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 Thank you very much for listening. I hope you had a great time. A, a great time listening. Yeah, I hope you had a great time listening, I guess. Hope you take it easy. Hope you have a great rest of your week. And I hope that you find something that you're excited about, like I have with photography. Even if it doesn't last fucking long it's cool right now while i'm doing it and i'm very uh i don't know i guess engaged i'm very enthralled i'm i just want to be better i want to do better i want to see what i can do with this so i hope 
there's nothing on your mind like that that you're obsessed with right now, I hope you find something. I'm also One Piece. I'm pretty into that. I'm hoping to be able to play more uh, later this week and, uh, I don't know, win, get better. Yeah. So uh, find something to love. I don't know. That, that That's my advice. Find something to love, all right? But until then, hope you have a great week. I will talk to you later.